welcome to episode five of the Apple Orchard. It's been a while since we had our last uh, episode, you know, between vacations and, and being sick with summer illnesses. Uh, we've had a, a little a little break here, but there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So I'm joined with James and Gracia as usual, my co-host. James, Hello. welcome. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot a lot of stuff happened since we last uh, last spoke. Um, oh yeah, I think we can kind of dive right into it. Uh, so first, I think the there's conflicting rumors of what's going to happen with the Apple Watch. Um, possibly an Apple Watch Two will be announced, mm-hmm. um, perhaps as soon as the next couple of weeks or uh, next even week or so. Um, and there was also a, a sketchy update that they might even they might announce Apple Watch Two, but also an update to Apple Watch One, which seems very weird to me, but. Um, it sounds like they might add GPS into Apple Watch too, uh, and just kind of, you know, some some under the hood improvements. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of interesting too. I mean, I, I'm kind of hoping that they don't do it because I think it's, you know, if if you still have the first one, then I mean, you're going to want to have the second one. But I really don't see anything glaringly wrong with the first one. And if they're going to be providing this big update in the next few weeks that from the software standpoint, that's going to make it run completely different. I mean, let's play with that for a little bit before you put out a whole new device. Yeah. I, I don't see any, I, I don't see there any way that I would update upgrade to an Apple watch too yet. I mean, even my, my first one is, is fine. Um, yeah, I think we've talked about a lot of the shortcomings with Apple mm-hmm. watch. And I, even though now I've, been playing with iOS 10, you know, as, as I as I said to you offline, we haven't I haven't put Apple Watch, uh, Watch OS 3.0 on my uh, phone on my watch yet. So um, I also heard that it's kind of pointless to do that now because until the apps are updated for that, you're not getting yeah. any of that functionality. But yeah, I mean that to me looks like it, you're getting a brand new watch anyway. You know, it's get it, it's like you know all those stupid features like the. Uh, you know, sending your heartbeat to your like friends or loved ones, like you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff, which nobody ever uses day two of having the watch. Um, you know, I think that like it's now going to be so much more functional. Uh, and, and I, I don't use my GPS. I don't need a GPS on my watch. I'm certainly no runner or anything. So I, yeah, I don't I see agree. Any, any it, way I would it, upgrade. Go ahead. No, no, I, I don't see any way I would upgrade. Yeah, I, I'm with you too. It's very, the new update looks like it, like you said, it's a brand new device almost with the new upgrade. I mean, let, let's just get used to that for a little bit. I, and plus, I mean, let's be honest. I don't see them cannibalizing iPhone sales for someone on the fence and has to choose between one or the other if they're going to announce them within the same time frame. I mean, that's a lot of money for someone to be putting down, whether it's a few hundred dollars for a phone and then a few hundred dollars for a new watch. And then they're supposed to be updating the MacBook line too. I mean, I don't think... I think they have to space them out a little bit further than, than that. Yeah, the only way that would make any sense is if they just have such low expectations for the, the next iPhone. Like, there was even a rumor the other day that it, it's going to be called iPhone 6 SE. I mean, we won't know for sure until they announce it, uh, yeah. or at least until the pa- retail packaging leaks out. But, um, I mean, I, I'm excited for the phone because I just get excited with every phone. But this is by far the least excited I've been about a new iPhone. Mm-hmm. Same um, here. So, you know, you know, it's like... I, I could see where if Apple is just saying, you know what, we're going to use iPhone 7 or whatever we're calling it to rip the Band-Aid off with getting rid of the uh, headphone jack and we'll make some some minor improvements. Like I would be shocked if it doesn't feature the True Tone display like the iPad Pros have. Um, I'll be shocked if they don't at least make it support Apple Pencil, especially mm-hmm. with a lot of the drawing features built right into iOS 10. 
Um, so I think that you'll see those kind of things and maybe, you know, the definitely, definitely the better camera, you know, maybe there'll be some other kind of cool little gimmick that they come out with that hasn't really leaked yet. But other than yeah. that, I mean, I don't, I'm not really, I don't, I'm more excited for like the 10th anniversary iPhone, which they're saying is going to be all glass, no physical home button, uh, OLED display. Like that's, I think that's what Apple's focus is on. And I think all the fact that all this news is leaking about that is, I think they're probably trying to temper expectations about this upcoming iPhone. Yeah, I agree. Unless, I mean, maybe, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll offer, because the expectations are a little low, maybe they'll offer some kind of package deal for a new phone and new watch together since they you do need them to come together. Probably very unlikely of them to do, but maybe there is some kind of incentive on that part. Yeah, the, the only way, the only world I can ever envision upgrading to a new Apple Watch is if they change it so it's like thinner. Uh, not that it's like really thick or anything, but if they were, no. if they make it like where it's like half as thin and the watch bands still work, cause I have so much money invested in those watch yeah. bands <laughs> Same that here. the last thing I want to do is, is get another one. And plus I have the stainless steel one. So I dropped some, some good coin buying that, that original watch that that's true. I'm not, I'm not just going to go toss it away. It works just, it works fine. And you know, there, I know there was some rumors too that they were trying to fit, uh, like an LTE chip inside there. So you could have like cellular, on your watch, but I don't, I don't see why anybody would no. need that. No, you wouldn't need that at all. I mean, unless you're making like a specific watch that's meant just for runners, so they don't have to carry their phone around and still can like make calls in case of emergency or something. I don't see how you would ever need to have that. And no, you know, it, it makes no sense. And I also think that um, what I'd like to see them do too is make it not so dependent on just the iPhone because, you know, sometimes if I have my iPad and I want to do something, I can't because I have to go to the phone to to change a setting or, you know, adjust something on it. I mean, I think that they should be able to sync up to an iPad as well, at least from a setting standpoint. Um, but I guess, I mean, maybe there's some reasons why they can't do that. But I always yeah. thought that was a little bit weird. Yeah, I think, you know, once they can make it become less dependent on having a phone or just being less being more independent on its own, then I think you'll see maybe it becomes iPad or iPhone, but, or even your Mac, it could, you know, be paired with, but yeah, I mean, I, I the watch is it's still, it's a cool device. I'm glad I have it. It's, it's great for like checking notifications and things like that. But other than that, like, like, you know, we talked about in the past, I, yeah. I still don't, there's no killer feature on it yet, which makes no. me say that everybody needs to have one. No. And the other thing that I, I'm kind of thinking that they're not, I mean, well, there's, two trains of thought here one is i think it's weird that all the retailers are like slashing prices on them i just read something before this this uh call here the podcast is that best buy has it for 200 dollars now which is yeah ridiculous <laughs> but are they just anticipating maybe they may have extra stock and just trying to get rid of them um but and then on the flip side of that is you know they they're putting some cool functionality into just the software where you can like unlock your yeah. your MacBook with it. I don't know why they wouldn't save that for a new version. That and e- makes yeah. And even if they do put out a new Apple Watch or announce it, I don't see it being released. You know, with, at any time within the next week or two. I mean, you would you would think that if there was a you know mass amount of supply chain activity on a new watch. That you would hear, you would hear rumors, or you would you would see like schematics of like here's that's what the true. new Apple Watch looks like with the GPS chip inside, and yeah, you know, you're just kind point. of hearing rumors. So even if they do announce it, I don't. I, it'll probably be one of those things like coming holiday 2016. Yeah, or, yeah, or even beyond that. I, I just don't see them doing that right now. Yeah, but one one interesting thing though is, I mean, you, wait, you have T-Mobile, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you see how they announced that T-Mobile one plan? I, you know, I saw it. I honestly did not look into it too much because. Yeah, I looked into it and I was severely uh, underwhelmed because like, you know, on the surface, it looks awesome that you're going to get like unlimited LTE data, but basically they're, they're forcing you into uh, using binge on for everything, which I mm-hmm. keep, I have binge on turned on anyway, um, but it is nice to know like if I am like getting towards the end of the month and I have tons of bandwidth to spare and I want to watch, you know, something, which I, I mean, I never really watch. Netflix or cellular anyway, but it's just nice to know that if I want to, like I'm in a hotel or something and I want to, mm-hmm. that I can always go and, and get that full HD stream. Um, so they're forcing you in. And if you want to like watch the full HD, you have to pay like an extra like 15 or $25 or something like that, uh, per month to, to disable that binge on. But the, the crappy thing about it is they, um, they're, they're forcing you if you do tethering, you to go over 2G speeds. Ha. Huh. Interesting. Like, how pathetic is it? That's like edge. That's like edge data. Like, um, you, it's basically useless. Like, you wouldn't be able to do anything. So yeah, I, that's pretty bad. So, like, I was like kind of debating, like, well, oh, this might actually be a pretty good deal. But then, I mean, I have, I never go over my data a lot anyway. And yeah, it's like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. Yeah. Now. So I just was like, um, I was kind of pissed about that. I thought, like, at least give, like, say, you know what, like, we'll give you like two or three gigs of, data LTE that you can use for tethering. If you go over that, then you drop down to like the 2G speeds or whatever for the month, like do some sort of bucket. So it's not useless, but maybe that'll, that'll they'll do that in the future. Yeah. But, they might just to make it look better down the line a little bit. Yeah. But the reason I raised this point is because one of the things now that they point out is I think if you want to add a, an additional line for like a wearable, it's like $5 or something. Oh, like yeah. That. So, which makes me think that, Oh, well, that's maybe they're kind of getting to the point where, oh, you know, the next, hmm. you know, when Apple Watch does come out and has its own cellular chip, here's how it will work. You'll pay your $5 extra and you'll have that dedicated line for your, uh, for your watch. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, cause, I mean, the, the, but then there's too many, there's just too many data plans then at that point. Your well, phone, yeah, your the, iPad. Well, yeah, the way they're simplifying it is like, I think they said it's like, $20 a line. Um, and then it's like, if you want to add another iPad, if you want to add an iPad, that's only like $20. If you want to add a wearable, it's like $5. So it's just like little add-ons for things. But that was the first, maybe other plans have, have done this and I just haven't noticed it because I don't use other companies right now. But the fact that like they're specifically calling out the price for a wearable, I thought was interesting. And it, that it was what making What are the me, wearables? Can you, can you, I don't know. The, maybe yeah, some, what? maybe some of this, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, the Samsung gear, I think is just garbage. So I don't really follow that or, um, yeah, I know there's like the Garmin watch and things like that, but I haven't heard any of them with, with LTE. So maybe they kind of like, uh, are just setting themselves up for what the inevitable holds or, or maybe, maybe. they know something we don't know. Who knows? Yeah, that, that is pretty strange. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't really see any pickup on that um, from any of the any of the blogs or anything, but it was just something that stood out to me while I was reading it while I was on vacation. I was like, hmm, I wonder you know what wearables you would use that on right now. But that is intriguing. Yeah, I don't know. I so, guess we'll see where that goes. Yeah, so I, that's um, so yeah, we'll we'll probably learn more about that in the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, do you think they're going to announce anything about the new MacBook Pro refresh, or do you think we're going to have to wait until October or so for that? I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna wait. A little bit. I'm just trying to think because they probably want any and every piece of information after that day to be about the phone because it's gonna if if it's not gonna be as 
as monumental as ones in the past. I don't think they're going to want anything else to steal its spotlight. Unless, but you could also argue that because if the phone is not going to be that big of a deal, maybe they want to lump this in so they have a ton of stuff to announce because then they would go through, here's the new MacBooks, here's the new, um, here's an update to the watch we're making coming holiday 2016, here's the new iPhone, um, They'll, they'll do that probably dog and pony show where they show you more of iOS 10 and, and that kind of stuff and some, and they'll show you more Sierra. So, I don't know. I, th- I think I just go back to, to people's wallets. I think if you're going to go and say this phone is available, you know, starting pre-order, starting Friday and whatever plan you do, whether it's free because you have a jump up program or whatever it is, or it's a lot of money, I just can't say them also saying, and then next Friday here, drop $1,200 on a new MacBook Pro. Yeah. I, th- I think you have, they have to space it out and let people recoup their, the average person recoup their their money a little bit at least for a month. Yeah, that's I, just that's just my feeling. Yeah, no, I think that's I think it's a good point. I mean, they may even just it may even be one of those things where they just kind of you know, you know how you wake up in the morning and you say, oh, Apple announced new MacBook Pros, and maybe they don't Could do it. I mean, I would be surprised if they didn't do some sort of announcement for this because if the rumors are true and it's going to have like that OLED touch yeah. ribbon above the keyboard which I think is awesome um I mean my I have the the first generation Retina MacBook Pro it still works good but um you know I'm going to I'm going to demote that to my um my second computer and get a new MacBook cuz my second computer is like very old I can't really update mm-hmm. it anymore but I'm just waiting and waiting for this to come out. Um, and so, but yeah, that OLED touchscreen looks so cool. Maybe they do something like they did with the, is it just, is it called the, just the Mac Pro, the round one where they just kind of teased it and they didn't really give you anything else. And they yeah. said, you know, like coming soon. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It was just like that, that quick little teaser video. It looked like a movie trailer and that was really it. Yeah, I mean, I think it all depends on how much there is to show. Because, I mean, are they going to – if all there is to really announce about the new MacBooks is that they have this cool LED touch display above the keyboard and, like, better processors. And, you know, and maybe it's got Touch ID so you can log in is one of the rumors too or do Apple Pay. I mean, is that worthy of its own um, own event? So, yeah, I don't know. It's, like, Plus it's, it's Apple Watch and that. Yeah, that, I mean, that's true. If they don't announce Apple Watch at this – then maybe they'll do that, but I'm I'm really excited for the new MacBooks. I I'm hoping that comes out soon. Yeah, I mean they, they look definitely look cool. I mean we just got one last last Christmas. I got one for Corinne, so I don't know if we'd be upgrading to it, but I think it's definitely definitely intriguing and pretty neat to see. Yeah, it's uh yeah I'm I'm, I'm excited, but I think you, I, I'm I'm just wondering when we'll see it. You know I feel like I just every I, I was hoping we'd see it a little while ago, but still nothing. So. Well, I guess I guess we'll we will see in them. I'm sure before for the holidays, but and, I just don't think it's going to be next week. Yeah, and and you haven't heard anything about iPads just until those kind of rumors that popped up late last week about there possibly being like a ten and a half inch iPod iPad Pro in 2017. And um, so I don't know. I think that you, you you had mentioned this too that like are they getting out of hand with all these all these models? Um, yeah, it's just too many. It's just it's too many different sizes. Just like mini, then you have the iPad, then you have the iPad Pro, and then you have you know different, all these different. Ver- if you look at the <laughs> iPad page on the store, there's like you know eight yeah. different versions of it. Yeah, I totally agree that it's um, getting out of hand. But somebody made a good point. I forgot who it was, but they said that if you look at a ten and a half inch. Go, it, you know, the current iPad screens are like four by three, and a mm-hmm. ten and a half inch would allow it to be 
16 by 9, like the iPhone. So it may be kind of like a radical redesign of just the iPad in general. So you would kind of see the iPad Pro, like a 10.5. Maybe they would, you know, maybe, who knows, maybe they'll even make a little bit bigger model. I would think, you know, I don't know how well the 12, 12.9 or whatever it is, is, is selling. I have only seen one in the wild. Um, mm. So, you know, I, I, I got the 9 point, you know, I got the, the new iPad Pro with the 9.7 one, which uh, I love. And I love that that form factor and that size. But I, I could see a 10, you know, like an inch bigger being, yeah. being really cool, especially if it has like the rumors of like the much, much better like like OLED display. And um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see with that because I think they just need to do a radical overhaul of like, you know, maybe they'll have just maybe they'll kill the minis. I, I mean, I would hate to see the mini get killed because it's really cool. Yeah, I like my I like the mini a lot, um, but I, I would consider jumping up to the 12.9 one. Yeah, it's because I think with people getting bigger phones now, they're just I think if you have like a if you have like a six plus or a six S plus, you really don't need an iPad Mini. No, um, they, they really don't. They when they charge on the counters like Corinne's and and, our, and mine, it's ridiculous because there's like you know two inches difference between the two. Yeah, so I think that you know they maybe they just figure that the the pluses are just cannibalizing the the minis and. You know, they're. I mean, I don't. Who knows what what's happening on their on their sales for the on the sales front there? But I wouldn't be surprised to see them kill the mini and just kind of have the ten point five pro. And maybe they'll just kind of stick with one size, like how when the iPad first came out. You know, or, or I mean, or they'll probably keep like the current pros as like the older generation and you know make it like this is the the new iPad or something. Well, don't forget too. I mean, I'm looking right now at the store. They have iPad Pro, they have which two sizes. They have iPad Air 2, they have iPad Mini 4 and iPad Mini 2. Yeah, they've got to just they it's going to get to the point where I think or it has to get to the point where it's like with you've got your your MacBook, your MacBook Air, your Mac Pro. And I think you'll have your iPad Pro. I, uh, I think they'll do away with the air. I mean, the room, I've, I'm hearing a lot of people that are thinking that they're going to do away with the airline anyway. Yeah, because it's just uh, as light as the Pro now. Yeah, so like if they're phasing out the MacBook Air and just making the, the MacBook Air becomes just like the MacBook, you'll probably see iPad. You'll see iPad Pro, which will probably you know be the maybe the 10.5, and it'll be mm-hmm. meant for you know if you want to do video editing, you're getting a 16 by 9 display, and you know I could see how they could spin that, and then you know maybe they just keep it like that you know they, they would have the two the two models if unless they keep the mini in the head you have the mini but yeah i mean you all these different version numbers it's just crazy because i'll tell you the mini is good like for we, we got one for our daughter for last christmas um that's good for it's cheap it's wi-fi only it's small it's portable yeah my, that's my, why I, I don't see them getting rid of that my kids i mean it's it's so much better for my kids than the uh than the bigger size is. And yeah. I think if they killed it, cause like they have the iPad mini, like the, uh, the first gen ones. And so those are getting like super slow now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, you know, I'm not going to go buy them an iPad mini four. Um, but it's like that, that, that size is so much, it's so much better that yeah. you know, if we weren't so invested in iOS in the iOS ecosystem, then I would probably just get them like have them use like the new Kindles because they're so much cheaper and that's, you can get them such smaller, like the Kindle fires. Okay, they're like ninety nine dollars. Yeah, but um, I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe maybe the the faster iPad Minis will go down in price soon, and I'll have to update them, update them, upgrade them eventually. Because like, they, yeah, they live in those things, and like from like you can't you you know that's like the best babysitter when you're like driving or you're like 
trying to get work done from like a work from home day and the kids are sick, you know, it's, it's the best. Yeah, it, it, it totally is. It's perfect. Um, okay. So we have two more stories to cover, uh, CVS pay. And I know this is <laughs> a real sore spot for you. Um, it is. <laughs> so for those who, who don't know, um, CVS has, uh, since it was announced, been an Apple pay holdout. Um, I think we talked earlier too about this in an earlier episode about how, you know, we, we almost like don't go to CVS as much as, unless we have to, because it's mm-hmm. just annoying having to use like their annoying chip readers. So rather than, um, go ahead and just adapt Apple Pay, which I'm sure they could because they have the NFC terminals there. It used to work. This, yeah. It used, it used to work, um, on, at some stores. Some stores they would disable it, but, um, now they're, they've rolled out this, the CVS Pay. And actually it's funny because I actually got an email yesterday about from CVS saying that because we live like in the New York tri-state region, we are the stores by us now take Apple pay. Um, or at least though, you know, I mean, take CVS pay. So like I had to, they wanted me to go set it up in, in the app. So I was like, all right, let me see how this, how this works. But you can only set it up, um, if you have location services on for the app and they, and they only have it set to always or never. There's no way huh. I use the app and they always, every time you like that app is always tracking your location, which I, you know, I, I'm sure they're not doing anything like nefarious with it, but it just kills your battery. Yeah, so I leave it. I, so I had to go and like re-enable it and then go through the flow. And it's just so convoluted because I picked up a prescription, uh, last week using the, the redesign app where you scan this barcode and it's kind of, it's, it's, it's cool the way it works. Although it doesn't seem like it saves any time. They basically scan the barcode and then they see your name and they say, okay, they grab your prescription. And then instead of just signing on that little terminal there, you sign on your phone. So I'm like, you know, where's the, you know, why <laughs> you buy, if you paid, you must have spent like tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars building this infrastructure and designing this app. And you literally saved me no time. And I was, you know, and then I, now I see too, apparently you can also within that barcode, your, if you have your payment data stored in the app, they can also make it so while you're signing, it's also authorizing them to charge your card for that too. Oh so it's, 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 you know, I could see, I could see how having to pay my payment will make it a little bit faster, but still just give me Apple pay. I don't want to have to keep putting my credit card in all these stupid. I know it's too, too many apps. places and too many different things to remember. And, and the fact that they don't even have the passbook integration too, is just absurd. So if you're going to make me go into a new app, at least just put it where my pay, Apple pay is. Yeah. And it's just like, Every time I'm I'm in that app, like you get lost so much. It's and and people who don't like who don't use CBS are probably like you know they're not realizing realizing what a nightmare this app is to use because like you use the app right. It's like you know I, I I may or may not be working with them a little bit at work. Um, and on I just opened the app just to play around with it. I couldn't find where to even sign up for. CVS pay in the app and so, it's completely updated. Yeah. I, I think you, well, so you live in the area, so you should be able to just turn location services on, then force quit the app. And then when you start it back up, there is that option in the middle for like scan and pay, it says or something. Um, yeah, but you know what though? If uh, all I have is, you know, scan to refill and all of that. But if I'm just the average person, which I am in this case on this one, I see, I don't see an option for it. I'm moving on. Yeah, I it's think that. Yeah, I think they'll probably be sending more emails out for people. But it's, I don't see anybody that's not like super tech geeky into like mobile payments ever using this. 
Like, I, I don't even, like, I, I could see, my parents would probably use Apple Pay, you know, if they, um, you know, if, if stores they went to had it, and, you know, my dad probably would definitely, but there's no way they're going to go and use, like, CBS Pay, and, you know, like, <coughs> are millennials really giving a crap about CBS Pay? I mean, no. people, I don't, I don't know, it just seems like there's better things they could have spent their money on. Um, and it's not, you know, there's, it's not just them to Walmart with their Walmart pay or whatever yep, they call it. It's like, it's ridiculous. Just, just have Apple pay and, and be, and be <laughs> Knock it and, off. <laughs> but Apple also too, to, to be fair, should open up Apple pay to anybody. So if Samsung wants to put it or, you know, LG or anybody wants to put it on Android phones. You well, know. I mean, then, then you deal with, you know, the hardware. That's the thing with the Apple Pay is that it's actually part of hardware. Well, too, I, I mean, it if keeps... it, it, as long as, I mean, I'm sure they'd have to make it so like the phone must have some sort of biometric data to, to, to verify it's you. Um, you know, they could, they could work with putting some sort of restrictions in place to, to make sure that it's safe. But, you know, that's, that's just going to always be a challenge that they're going to have is, yeah. you know, like what happens if, you know, fast forward six years from now, and, you know, iPhone is not nearly as popular as it is. Something else comes along. Then people are going to be like, oh, I invested all this in Apple Pay and no one's using Apple's as much anymore. So, well, that's, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, I, but I think there's something in the phones. Isn't there like a, like a chip or something that literally like blocks all your numbers or I forget what it's called when they're demonstrating it on. Yeah. They have on, like that secure enclave or something where like it, everything is all like, and like it, it keeps your biometric data and, I guess like when it transmits, it's it's basically creating almost like a, no, a brand new number on the fly, and it's yeah. all encrypted and stuff. But I don't I don't think that's proprietary to the phone. I think they could put that in others. It's just all about make the verification of making sure it's you mm-hmm. is what they have to figure out. But if anything, though, but I mean, we don't need CVS Pay, we don't need Walmart Pay, I don't need a thousand other apps that, that level just, up all the other ones. Yeah. Or also, you, but you could also say like maybe Apple should open up Apple Pay a little bit so it works in any NFC terminal and it just won't let your card be approved unless you're using Touch ID. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're thinking of something to get the path to use easier than ever. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I know this, it's bad enough we have to deal with like the 10 feet long receipts from CVS, but now I have to deal with like their <laughs> convoluted payment system. That's why I don't go there. <laughs> Um, all right, and so the last the last story uh, for for today was the ESPN um, launching their own subscription service for for cord cutters. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you, what are your thoughts on this? Are you, are you, did you cut you cut the cord, didn't you? We didn't cut we didn't we didn't physically cut it. <laughs> uh, we still have the cable boxes, and I pay uh, for everything still. But we have not turned the cable box on. We've uh, I shouldn't say that we've turned the cable box on probably four times since January. And I think that was for the Grammys, um, maybe a basketball game or two, and maybe something like um, the Korean one to watch, like the O.J. Simpson movie thing. That mm-hmm. was before we found out that it was on the Apple TV app, so we turned it on and just used it. But I, but you can't use the Apple TV app, though, unless you have cable. Well, that's therein lies why I haven't canceled <laughs> yet. So I'm trying to figure out what to do with that where – and my, my brother actually works at Optimum, which is a cable company we have. And he was telling me, you know, even if you get the base base model, you only can go into the channels that come with that model with your login ID. So, I mean, listen, as a short turnaround, as everyone's probably thinking, I can just use my parents' login for a Dish Network or 
you know, someone else's login to get in there. But that's, I guess that's not, that's kind of cheating to cut the cord. Um, but I mean, honestly, I, I have yet, we don't watch TV live. I mean, we have all, you know, three kids and we don't ever sit down and watch something live. The first time we ever did it was last Sunday to watch the night of when it started at nine, which was on HBO now, which is something we paid for with the Apple TV subscription. So mm-hmm. it kind of all wraps in. I think it's a smart move for ESPN to do it. I just don't like that you don't actually get the most popular things that you want to yeah, watch. There's like no sports it. center, right? Like there, and there's so none of their sports. It's like, why would you, why? So I can watch a bunch of college games I don't care about yeah. and, and like baseball tonight or something. I mean, or, or watch like some of the baseball games on Sunday. I just don't get why, why you would need this. I mean, if you're going to do it, don't half ass it. Do it. Go all in. And, you know, I've, I really want to just, cut the cord because I just think it's ridiculous like how much we, we pay and it's not even like a fact that like it's taking a huge chunk out of the wallet as much as it is just like the annoyance that like I'm giving I'm paying for all these garbage channels that I never ever watch and you know you look at like something like Sling where I could pay like mm-hmm. $20 a month and like it's got CNN which I watch it's got like ESPN I think it's got like a few other channels that I care about yeah. and then everything else I watch on like Netflix or Hulu or Amazon I just don't, I just don't need it, but, but it's like, I can't with sports. So, you know, like as, as much as, um, I would want to, like, I, I wouldn't be able to watch, uh, I wouldn't be able to watch like football and, and hockey, uh, the, the two sports that I care the most about that are, um, you know, that are, that, you know, I follow the home teams. So they're all the blackouts. So that's, yeah, so you can't even just change. go get NHL subscription because of the blackouts. Yeah. It's, uh. It's, I mean, I, I think you, I mean, there's ways you could get around it where you can like, I can VPN in from like another location, yeah, that's but your, your speed gets like, a, you know, if you're on a crappy connection, then you're getting crappy quality. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, I've literally like, I've literally like created petitions online. I'm not kidding to on like <laughs> the, on the whitehouse.gov site or whatever Jeez. to try to get them to just ban these blackout rules because like they're outdated and and they and they really don't um they're not consumer friendly anymore for especially for today's world. I mean look at the Olympics. The Olympics are like we lost like twenty five percent of viewers from the last one and they're trying to complain they're trying to blame it on millennials, like, oh millennials don't uh you know, just don't care about the Olympics, which I don't think is true at all. millennials just don't want to pay for cable to watch the Olympics. Well, I mean we like I said, we didn't even turn it on to watch the Olympics because they allowed it on the stream. So we on the NBC Sports app. So on on primetime nights, you can go onto the app for NBC Sports that live the NBC stream and you watched it, which is weird because the NBC app on Apple TV doesn't let you live stream. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. They're just it's these companies just need to get in tune with how people want to consume content, because if if I was a cord cutter and said, I love the Olympics personally, like I really look forward to them every four years. And if you told me, okay, for nine ninety nine, you can buy the Olympic package, which will let you live stream all the cha- all the events for the three weeks or whatever that it's on, mm-hmm. I would drop I would drop that in a second if I didn't have sure. cable, and I would say, oh, that's this is great. And I think that if you if like all these channels that I that you want just said, you know what, give us like two ninety nine a month, and you you could stream our, our our stuff, people could go and build their own streaming packages, like you know, right off the bat. And they'd be making, they'd be getting so much more money because I think like, like a typical cable channel or something maybe only gets like less than a dollar or like it gets cents uh, off of each from each subscriber, um, to, from like the plan. 
here's a problem I think with that. I, I kind of agree with that. And I, you know, maybe up until a year ago, I thought, all right, that'd be great. I could just pick the channels that I want. But take case like Mr. Robot. I don't know if you watched that show or not. But no, I keep meaning to. It's amazing. You should watch it. But it's the second season started. I think it's eight episodes in. I just started it last week since we've been in the Olympics and finishing the night of and everything. But that's on. I don't even know what's on. It's either on either AMC on USA or, or, something. or USA. Yes, I was going to say A and E. USA. I would not want to pay for USA though, just to watch that one show. I would probably pay for it, watch the show, and then cancel. So I, maybe that's why a lot of networks are kind of hesitant about yeah, that. Oh, I yeah, mean, I, mean, I think you. I, I totally agree. I think those fringe, those ne- those fringe networks, it's not going to really help them. But if that that's where like what I'm actually really waiting for is. Like the rumor that Hulu is starting to get into like that, like basically the sling competitor type business. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I basically, uh, I subscribe to Hulu and, and Netflix uh, um, because I basically like use Hulu just so I can watch Seinfeld every day. Because I, I go to bed to that like every night. It's like my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite shows. Um, but they have like some really good uh, shows in there too. Like this show called Casual, which is one of their originals, is awesome. Yeah. But. Um, if they also have the ability where kind of like what Amazon's doing where, you know, with Amazon Prime, you could do like an add on for stars and for Showtime. If they had like an add on where, OK, if you, you want to add on this network for this month, you know, like you could go ahead and do that. So you could watch Mr. Robot. And then it when you know, if, if they can't hook you in with some other shows, then you just cancel until something else catches your. It's like Netflix. If you just want to watch Orange is the New Black, you can wait till it hits, watch it all over the weekend and cancel it. <laughs> But I watched the whole thing for ten bucks. Yeah, uh, or I mean, it's I've also like looked at the fact that like you can just do the season pass for like on, and like buy this buy the episodes on like on iTunes, and it's still cheaper than what it would cost for like you know for that show to have like the three months of cable or something for that. So that's true. It's really interesting just to kind of see how that's that's all turning. And then you look at some networks like CBS. You know, we pay for that. Um, it's five six bucks a month, whatever it is. But you can watch live. You can watch any show that's on there. You can watch mm-hmm. any past season. You can watch all the old shows. You want to watch Growing Pains, Family Ties, you know, Cheers, all the old stuff. They had, since all the Star Treks, all that. If you want to watch that, it's and it seems to be doing pretty well for everything I'm reading and you know here at work and everything. It's 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 kind of they took the leap, but I guess they only took the leap because they're the number one network, so they know that people aren't just watching one show on CBS. If you're watching it, you're watching multiple shows, and then from what I read, they're going to go into the original content business, and I think the huge, huge boost for them is going to be when they have the new Star Trek series. It's going to air on TV for the first episode, and then the rest is going to be on CBS All Access exclusively oh, wow. every week. Um, and then they're doing a Big Brother digital-only season this fall that's on All Access. And there's a few other original you know, series they're going to be putting out just for the app. And I think that's, I mean, I think that's kind of cool. And if you're the number one network, why not go for it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, at least they're experimenting. I mean, I still think that it's, you're getting too fragmented. If I had to pay for each single network like that, it, you know, look, if it was $2 or, you know, if where I think these cable companies can survive would, would be like if, if Verizon, for example, since I have Fios, if Verizon had said, okay, we're going to give us the cable boxes back. We don't, I, there's no reason I need to pay like $30 a month to rent that, those freaking boxes. Mm-hmm. Say, give us the boxes back. You'll stream everything through a Fios app that we, that we make available on every platform. And you can basically choose the channels that you want to have streaming. 
and um, it's you know it's two ninety nine a channel or something or one ninety nine a channel, and I could go out and say okay, give me ESPN. You know, like I think you should get like the the normal channels. Like you know, you get your ABC, CBS, NBC. You pick what you want, and you know if you want to add it any time, then you should you can do it right within the app or something and say okay, I, I want to subscribe to USA this month because Mr. Robot looks cool, or yep. maybe each channel gives you like you know certain you know the ability to stream like the first episode of a show for free without you know being a subscriber so you can at least see if you get hooked on it and then want to subscribe i mean yeah. there's, there's creative ways that they can get around it and still stay in business it's just that I, you know no one's really you know they're just they're so happy just collecting all this like this money and you know it's this there's, there's got to be something because as soon as somebody comes by that offers me the ability to get high speed internet and then choose streaming only for channels that i want i'm going to jump ship in a second yeah absolutely it yeah. just makes sense. I don't know why no one's doing it yet. Well, maybe we just gave away a million-dollar idea to somebody. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but it, maybe it's going to end up being like Amazon or somebody. I mean, it sounds like Apple was trying to do something like this with their negotiations, but um, those kind of fell through. And I, I think I read, I heard somewhere um, where Apple was just like, you know what, like you guys are digging your own graves, and we're trying to help you, but if you're not going to like work with us, then – We'll just we're gonna wait until you guys collapse, and then we'll be here. To pick, we'll pick up the pieces and do it the way we want. Or they're to. gonna collect money as they collapse. So you know, yeah. if you're if people are gonna be buying their hardware to watch all these networks on, while people wait to do that. And then what I think is great is that they're gonna encourage it by rather they might they might do like a a guide, so you can see exactly what's on at that very moment on all these apps and which ones are live, which ones aren't. Which I think will force people's hands, like NBC and Fox to stream live people are like oh when people go see this guy they're going to see cbs live abc live yeah well, those other ones live and we're not live so we should probably get on that so and, and just I think, think about like how much how much smarter it would be because like if you're if you're like a, a usa or somebody and you have you could you could say here's how many active subscribers that we have you, you know if you want to go and sell product placement or do some mm-hmm. sort of like i mean I'm, I'm sure they would do ads even though it would suck but uh, or maybe they say you know what it's it's dollar ninety nine with 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 ads or if you want an ad free version then you pay you know like four three ninety nine a month who knows they could find a way to do that but they would have actual metrics not this Nielsen data that is so inaccurate on how many people yeah. actually are watching their your content it would just it would be so much better for them and it would be and I I really do think though that when that guide comes out I think that's going to show a lot of hands it's going to it's just going to be yeah. like when it when it's plastered in everyone's TVs that oh that network does it why doesn't this network do it why that network has this show why doesn't this one have it yeah they're gonna have to like shame everybody in there and then yeah. hopefully the sports will will get onto it because you know the the blackout laws and uh, rules and all that stuff it was basically those are so outdated mm-hmm. and it was a way to you know protect you know, you know the, the teams but now it's like with revenue sharing there's no there's no reason that the Rangers can't say or the NHL can't say okay. If you have don't have cable, but you want to subscribe to a team, I would gladly pay, I'll pay one hundred ninety nine dollars a year to be able to watch all the Rangers games. I don't care about the other teams; just give me the money to my home team. Mm-hmm. I would do yeah. that for every every sports team, but they're just like leaving that money uh, uh, on the table, which it just makes no sense. It doesn't it? Doesn't because they, any would, sense they would get that money directly rather than getting a, like a dollar a month off of you know from Verizon from me being a subscriber to uh, and, and for a package that contains MSG network. I don't know. It just, it just, it, this is like a huge pet peeve of mine, and I could talk for hours in this, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, something is done soon because, I, like, I'm just getting to the point now where it's like, 
you know, I'll just, maybe I will start doing VPNs just to get around the, uh, the restrictions. I mean, it just, every time I pay that Fios bill every month, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I do the same thing. I always keep it out because I pay it and I keep it out to call them to see, to at least turn one of the cable boxes in because one's literally just collecting dust in a, in a closet. Well, I called, I, I did like a web chat with them a few months ago and I was like, why can't, can't you just get rid of my home line? Like, I just don't want, even want this. And it's like, they're like, no, we, we can't. Like, it's actually more money for me to have, get rid of the phone line and just have the internet and the cable than it is have the phone line. I'm like, yeah. how, how stupid is that? Like that it's more money for, for me to not have something of theirs that I don't use. It just makes no That's sense. That's what they get you. Yeah, it's and like, so you hang up, and nothing happens, and you still pay that monthly payment, and so they've won. Yeah, it's it's just it's ridiculous, and so I don't know, and I, I just I cannot for the life of me, I, I can never just switch to Comcast. It's, so that that would just never happen, just from just from like the pure hatred of that company, I could never do that. Well, at but, least you have options. I have no options. I have Optimum or satellite. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't even know. Do you even get? Well, now you get AT and T Uverse, right? If you get Direct nope. TV. Because that well, they own Directv now, right? So wouldn't you get that for internet? You get like the AT and T internet if you're a Directv subscriber. Um, possibly, but I just don't know how I feel about satellite since we don't use it anymore. I mean, we don't use. No, yeah, absolutely. No, there's no. We, we we've cut. I, I officially call ourselves. We've cut off. Just we haven't stopped paying. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I would do. Like as soon as I get to the point, I'm just gonna say, you know what? Let's do a month and not do anything with cable and see how we can survive. And then if we could do it, then. Well, you have home team sports. I have, you know, Ryan loves the Miami Heat, so we buy a league pass, and you can watch every game. Yeah, I have a league pass because I like to, I watch the Golden State Warriors games, so that I'm covered there. I'm covered on. Um, I mean, look, the, the Yankees. I'm I, I, I'm a huge Yankee fan. Was a lot huger in the past. I really lost interest the past few years with A Rod and all that, but. Um, they, I, I could live without watching them. I, I would get back into it. You know, now, they're getting better to watch now. They got a bunch of young guys, but it's yeah. the Rangers. It's the hockey. I, I, I literally like watch every single Rangers game, and that's what's holding me. And you know, MSG has the has a streaming channel, but it's free for Optimum subscribers. It's only people that can use it. Um, but hopefully, that I, I sent a message on Twitter the other day. I'm like, can you please just make like a, a streaming only option? And so. They're like, oh, you know, we can't comment on future plans, but yeah, you know, we'll course. pass on. Yeah, that's a standard line. I once tweeted to Bank of America. I said, "Love the cash check, and now if you can just have cash um, withdrawals via phone." And <laughs> said, "Well, we submitted your request to yeah, AKA a technology some, company." Okay, <laughs> some, somebody in the social media team just read that and said, "Oh, okay," and yeah, it's, like, it's it's printing money it. from my phone. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're we're almost at about fifty minutes here, so right. I think we had a, a lot of great a lot of great discussions. Um, yep. Yeah, I think probably by by the next time we uh, we speak, we'll probably have at least a, a, a solid date on when the new iPhones will be announced, and um, and maybe there'll be even more stuff leaking out about MacBooks. So, we'll, well next week, yeah, we'll see what happens in the in the following week or so. Yeah, and you're on vacation next week, right? So. Yep, I'll be back on Friday, so we can talk again over the weekend. All right, so um, talk to you later. Have a good week, and uh, see what's coming up. Bye. Bye.